Emerald. Wait, we can't simply eliminate these two ephemerals without a proper investigation. Of course not, Bronze. I've merely frozen them within their relative time frame so that they can't try and escape in this time capsule. What are you sensing? The barely contained power of a dying star? No. It seems... feels like ordinary wood. I'm beginning to wonder if we were not too hasty to accuse Dr. Weasel and Advic. They might only be constructs themselves of a more malign power. Even so, as pawns of the Vortex, they could still prove to be dangerous foes. Yes, but what creatures of the Vortex allow themselves to be frustrated so easily? We've frozen lesser servitors like this before. Maybe they're not that powerful. Um, maybe we're exactly who we said we were. Bronze, the Doctor, he's breaking free of the time freeze. That's not possible. Unless they are from the Time Vortex. Time travellers? Yes! Monstrous creatures from beyond? No! Well, unless you'll get between Avvik and his first cup of tea in the morning. I think you'll find there's nothing freaky or deaky here. No hideous foul beings from outside of time ready to flay your souls. Just me and the goose. Sorry. That took a blessed age. You know what they say about a watch pot and all that, eh, Doctor? Yes, just me and the goose and Colin. Stranded in a pocket bubble of time, Doctor Weasel and Advic Goose are trapped between crusading representatives of the Firmament Ill Regulations Agency and a formerly malevolent higher dimensional being. Honestly, right now, the time-travelling heroes are contemplating whether they're getting out of bed this morning with the biggest mistake of their lives in Dr. Weasel on the Apiosis of Colin, Part 3! As it seems there's little value with continuing, I've dispensed with the time freeze. Delighted, I'm sure. Oh, Dr. Weasel, are you going to introduce me to these new guests? It's just as well I bought a whole fruitcake through. It's my biggest teapot as well. Uh, otherwise, there'd be a riot fight over the last slice. Colin, let me introduce two lovely members of the FIA, the bulky bronze and the effervescent emerald. Firmament irregularities, agents? Oh, my heavens. You think I ought to go out and break out the macaroons? You're too much trouble, Colin. Stop thinking about your stomach, Goose. I'm sure the lady and gentleman will be fine as they are, Colin. You'll see they're here on... Official business? Official business, you say? Well, what a day this is turning out to be. First you, Doctor, and now agents in my little parlour room. You'll have to excuse me. I think I need a bit of a sit. Shall I be mother, then? Why am I even bothering to ask? It's not like anyone else in this room is going to care one way or another about the tea. Are you the owner of this habitation environment? Habitation environment? That's quite a mouthful, Mr. Bonds, and no mistake. Why don't you just say house? After all, be it ever so humble, there's no place like home, eh? Colin, I'm sure you're intelligent enough to realise this house, along with everything we can see inside it and beyond the windows, is not constructed from mundane matter. Even this tea and cake, it's a construct. Close, but 
Not entirely analogous to genuine matter. <laughs> Mind the rug, Advig. That's a genuine Stockport Mills original. It would be an utter bugger to shift any stain out of it. You're not listening. The carpets, this house, even the air we're breathing have been constructed with a single purpose. To put me right off my dinner? In which case, mission accomplished. Well done all. No, Advig. It's constructed so that agents such as myself and Bronze might overlook it. Think of it as a quirky, mundane oddity. Certainly, it's artfully constructed with a stunning level of femtoscopic precision. But, simply put, it was designed to mislead observers, deflect investigation, and obscure some greater purpose. Although, what that purpose might be, I... I cannot say. I think I might be able to hazard a guess. Button it, Goose, unless you want to wear out our welcome. Well, that's quite all right, Doctor. Advic. I'm sure our agent guests would have worked it out before too long. You needn't cover up for me. Cover for you? You're behind this? But you're an ephemeral! No, he's not an ephemeral, Bronze. Far from it. I'm trying to look along his timeline. But it extends to infinity in whichever direction I look. You can see along people's entire timelines? I'm fairly certain there's some sort of data protection regulation prohibiting that sort of thing. We are not bound by ephemeral laws and regulations. I won't be so sure about that, Mr. Bronze. You might be in for a nasty visit from the regulators one of these days. Emerald is right, though, Doctor. I'm not a being of linear time. Or at least... Not in any manner in which beings within your universal space-time frame might conceive it. Which means you aren't a creature from the Time Vortex, then? The Time Vortex? <laughs> uh, sorry, you really made me chuckle there. But no, no I'm not. I'm more of what you two agents might call an extra-dimensional, non-corporeal, sentient, higher-energy matrix. That's quite a mouthful. I can see why you go by Colin. Then you are the entity responsible for this dimensional anomaly. Thank you. That's all we needed to know. Emerald, I believe we can conclude our business now. Yes, Bronze. What this Colin creature says is evidently true. I can glimpse past its veil of flesh to hints of its underlying reality. Sufficient to confirm. It speaks the truth. Which means we can return it to Vortex space and this anomalous realm with it. Prepare for Interlink. Interlink established. Doctor, are they really going to destroy Colin? It certainly looks that way, Avic. I've heard this about the FIA. They're pretty swift to act once they've come to a decision. Judge, jury and executioner, then. It doesn't seem that fair on Colin. Not like he's done anything to warrant being wiped from existence. Actually, Advic... You recall those millions of souls I consumed in my former, more malign, existence? I suspect those actions would go a long way to legitimising the agent's actions. Condemned by his own words! Emerald, are you ready to enact dissolution? I only a few moments more. Sorry, Colin, looks like you're toast. Say, Dr. Hazel, a word just occurred to me. What? You wanted Colin to make you some more tea before he's eradicated? No, I'm fine for tea. I was wondering what happens to us once Emerald and Bronze eliminate Colin. Isn't he the only thing making this dimension habitable for us mortals? Oh, Groblox, Avic, you're right. We can't let that happen. 
I'm not even sure if hiding in the Weezys would save us if this chronal vesicle collapses. Well, do something then! Dr. Weasel, you are interfering with forces beyond your understanding and hindering laws above any ephemeral morality. Sorry, Tuts, uh, but I don't think you'd realise if you'd wiped out Colin, you'd have killed me and the goose here, too. Actually, we'd take that into consideration and concluded the deaths of two irrelevant ephemerals was a reasonable exchange for eliminating an entity of Colin's malice. No offence taken. I know you're just doing your jobs. Well, thank you very much indeed. And to think I thought Colin was the bad guy here. Millions of souls consumed, pretty sure he still is. I regret our laws leave no room for such limited frameworks as compassion. And now we are aware that your sonic device can do us no harm. We can continue. Sorry, can anyone else hear a sort of funny noise coming from outside? You mean the thing which sounds like the baying of a million damned souls? Yes, that's the very thing, Doctor. Whatever can it be? Actually, I think that's me. Or rather, the vast bulk of my higher dimensional being, which I shed when I dropped down into this four dimensional framework. And I think it's very, very hungry. Build a million tortured souls of a thousand worlds, spell doom for Colin's charmed existence. Have emerald and bronze finally bitten off more than they can chew? And can the Doctor and Advic find a way to wiggle out of their accidental erasure at the hands of the firmament agents? Don't miss the answers in Dr. Weasel and the Apiosis of Colin, part four. Dr. Weasel's Weasel Tell Audio Enterprise Production, featuring Randolph Weasel as Dr. Weasel, Kunkin Goose, Avid Goose, John Gathercole as Colin, Joe Scott Darrell as Emerald, and Simon Hart as Bronze.